Sotadaf Memhe, we last started the ninth Perek of Masechet Sota, Perek Agla Arufa. Perek Agla Arufa starts with the mitzvah of Agla Arufa, dead body in between two cities. They measure it's closer to one city. The elders are the ones who are supposed to do it. According to Buda, it's five. According to Tanakama, it was three. And with that, we're going to start Memhe Amudalif, 13 lines in, in the middle of the line, where it says, Ibaya Lehu. So now, Ibaya Lehu, the Gemara has a question. ben Yaakov, who argues on our Mishnah, and he says that Zekenecha is Sanhedrin, Shoftecha is the Melech and Kohen Gadol, they're the ones who are supposed to measure. Bimelech ve Kohen Gadol hu de Palik, but with Sanhedre, Iker Biuda, Iker Bishimon Sviale. Does he only argue that a king and a Kohen Gadol have to be there to measure? But San, when it comes to the Sanhedrin, he either holds like Rabbi Uda 5 or like Rabbi Shimon 3, or Dilma be Sanhedrin Nami Palik. Or maybe he even argues in that uh, in that case also he wants the entire Sanhedrin showing up to the measurement. So Amar of Yosef, Tashema, come learn from a Braita regarding a Zaken Mamre. A Zaken Mamre is an elderly rabbi who argues in halacha against other rabbis, and it said Mitzaan Zaken Mamre Abe Pagi. Let's say this elderly rabbi found the rabbis of the Sanhedrin in a place called Bet Pagi, which is in uh, within the walls of Yerushalayim, and then he argued on them over there. Maybe that counts as rebelling, and he would be Hayav Mitat Hamud Lomar Bekamta Ve'Alita El Hamakom. The Pasuk says that he has to be in Lishkata Gazid Makom Gorem. It's Dafka, the place that causes uh, the, the elder rabbi to be rebellious. And therefore, it has to be done there. So, the Nafuk were out of the Sanhedrin Ilma, the Nafuk if only some of the rabbis were there, listen, maybe the rabbis were still in the Lishkata Gazid, hold like him. Rather, what are we talking about? A situation where they all went out. They're all in that Bepagi area. And why did they all go out? If they went out for something optional, could they really leave? Are they allowed to? That your belly button, that's a shorech, is which is uh, the Yehachamim that the Sanhedrin are like uh, a moon, meaning they sing in a in a half a circle, semicircle. Al they shouldn't be missing. Meaning that's it. If one of them have to go out, if there's twenty three dayanim, then you'd say he's allowed to. If not, you don't have another person to put in there. You don't have a substitute on that level. Then you can't go out. What are we talking about? They went on a field trip for a mitzvah. Now, what are we talking about? Aren't we talking about that he walked out? Uh, the, the entire Sanhedrin walked out to measure for the Aigla Arufa, very Bi'el Ezebin Yaakovi, and it's, it goes according to Bi'el Ezebin Yaakov, who says, Zachin Echa, it's the Sanhedrin, and he wants the entire Sanhedrin going. Amad Abayyid, Rabayyid tells Rabbi Yosef, no, no, that's not. Dilma, maybe they all walked out, Lahosif, Allah Irva, Allah Azarot. 
Maybe they wanted to extend Yerushalayim, they want to extend the Azarot of the Mikdash, they wanted to add to the holy uh, sites. Kedituna, like we learned in Mishnah Sanadin, and Mosifin Alain, the Al Azarot, Elav Bedin, Shashivin Vehad, you can only add to Yerushalayim, add to the Beit Mikdash area if you have an entire Bedin of 71. So they could have went out for something else. But the truth is, Tanyaka Vatid Rav Yosef. We have a Braita like Rav Yosef, where it says, Metza'an Abet Pagi Vehimra Alehen. If the Zaken Mamref found the Sanhedrin by this Bet Pagi area and he, and he rebelled against them, Kegon Shetzulim did that Aigla, and right there it says it, right there, that they went out to measure the Aigla Rufa, or the Hosif or to or to add on to Yerushalayim or to the Azarot, maybe that could count as a rebellion. It says he had to argue in Sanhedrin. The bottom line is you see that it could be they all walked out for the measurement of Aigla and that's exactly like it could be Yaakov, and you see that he also argues it in regards to that. Next, we learned in the Mishnah, if the dead person is under a heap of stones, a pile of stones, or he's hanging on a tree, they wouldn't kill a cow. It sounds like our Mishnah is like a Biuda not Rabbanan. They had the same sort of machloket in regards to Shekha, the bundle of wheat that was left in the ground. Maybe it was covered under something. The Pasuk says if you forgot a bundle in the field, Prat letamun means we're excluding case if it's been hiding under something. That even if something is hidden under something, you you're, the, the, the poor man is allowed to take it. You see, according to Rabbanan, the same way by Sadeh over there, by, by Shikha, is whatever is hiding counts. Same thing over here when it says Ba'adama, is also whatever is under the ground counts. And technically, if they found a dead body under uh, under a pile of stones, they should do the whole Aglarufa process. So Amarav, Afilu Rav said, you could even say Mishnah like Rabbanan, and it's not a problem. Why? When it says Basadeo Badama, it really go, depends on the case. Each place, depending on the Pasuk, everything has to go by the context of the Pasuk. Meaning, if you found that by it's wherever you find it. Right? And when it says we're excluding a case where someone is hidden on the ground. It's also depending on the context of the Pasuk. You're cutting your field and you forgot an Omer. You're forgetting. It has to be like the way you're cutting. It's something revealed, uncovered. It's also something that's uh, uncovered. Now, is coming It's coming to add something that's hidden in the in the field itself. That you, if if someone found it, he's allowed to take that bundle. So now the Gemara asks, according to Yuda also, who said that if something that is hidden is not considered shikha and the poor person can't take it. Why do you need basadet if you claim You don't need to learn it from the word sadeh. You can learn it from, uh, like Rav, shikha dumiyadekatsir. That shikha has to be like something that you cut. 
So the Gemara says, Enachem, you're right. Rabbi Yehuda did learn it from there. So ve'ela basadeh l'amali. Then why didn't he do basadeh according to Rabbi Yehuda? So mibayad le'lerabot shechad kama. It's coming to add in case a person forgot to cut a certain area in his field that if it's considered shechad, it's called shechad kama. Things that are still standing. You can't go back and you have to leave it for the poor people. Ve'rabanan shechad kama menalehu. And where did Hachamim uh, learned that if someone forgot the uh, sheaves or bundles that are still standing, how do you know that you're there? Hayav and Shekha. Nafkalo mechit iktsor ketzirecha besadecha beshachachta. They learn it from if you forgot uh, uh, to cut something in your field, and then right away it says veshachachta. Uh, the fact that it says sadecha and veshachachta right next to each other, that means even if it's still connected to your sadeh. Verabiuda. What does he do with that pasuk? Uh, the fact that it's with uh, next to Meshachta. He learns it like Rabbi Abu said in the name of Rabbi Lazar. The Amar Rabbi Abu, Amar Rabbi Lazar, Prat leShetzafu Amarin leToch Sadeh Havero. From there, we learn that if they floated one way or another, they flew and they ended up in his neighbor's field. They're not considered shikha because uh, the only reason he forgot because he couldn't see them or he, he they're not in his field, so that's not really shikha. Verabanan, how do they know that if it flew into the friend and the neighbor's field that it's not shikha? They learned from the extra chaps of it. He doesn't learn that extra half of it. So now, based on this, if uh, the bundles of uh, wheat or if pieces of wheat, they floated in the air to his field, Mahu, are they considered uh, or not? Is the air of the field. Let's say you have this one piece of wheat flying all over the place. Is that considered uh, uh, part of the field or not? And you can learn it from Rabbi Abu said in the name of Rabbi Al-Azhar. We're coming to exclude a case where the sheaves flew into his friend's field, meaning the havero in. It's only if it went into his friend's field that it's not considered shikha. However, but if it flew into his field, it's over. It's hovering over his field. It would be considered shikha. But like Ma says. Whether it's Rav Papi or Rav Zavid, they told Rav Kahana, but according to your reason, and if we're going to be medayek, then we have to be medayek, they're floating, but if they've been placed on his friend's field, then they're, they should be considered shikha. And how could you say such a thing? You need besadecha in your field, and you don't have that, it's in his friend's field. Rather, you have to say that if they went into his friend's field, even if they're placed on the ground, mamash, still they would not be considered shikhab. When the reason we talked about uh, floating, the only way this person's wheat could get this friend's field is dafka if it flew there. And again, we could still say if they're floating in his own personal field, 
then there, it, it could te- technically be considered shikha. So the Gemara is going to try to bring it an answer from a different Baita. Tashema, Omer If a person's uh, taking a bundle, let's say, of wheat, and he's uh, walking with it from the field to the city, he put one bundle on top of another, and he forgot it somewhere. The bottom one is considered shikha, the top one is not shikha. They're both not forgotten. Why? The bottom one, because it's under, it's covered under the top one. And the top one is considered floating. Now, up until now, they're not arguing. Only about the bottom one. Is the bottom one considered shikhaunat? But uh, the top one, according to everyone, is not considered shikha. So here you have it. Uh, the one that's floating is not considered shikha, even though it's on his uh, stuff. Over there is totally different. Over there, he picked it up. He carried it. Uh, it's his. So when he, he put them on the ground, it's uh, of course it's not considered shikha. Shikha is only if it's forgotten. If that's the case, then my iria agabe Then who cares if it's on top of the other one? Even if it's in his own field, if he picked it up and then he put it down, then it should not be considered shikhab. No, no poor person can take it. You're right. So what's the reason we mentioned one on top of the other? Because we want to show you the whole situation with the bottom one. The whole mahluk between Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda. But the Gemara says, But didn't we say it's all because it's floating? The Gemara says, No, uh, that's not the reason uh, the top one is uh, is not Shekha. Because it's like it's floating, and therefore it has the same halachot where it is not considered Shekha. Now, Amar Abaye, Abaye said, Hareni ke ben Azai beshukete baria. I'm like ben Azai. The same way he was the expert in Tebariya about all areas of halakha, I'm also the expert in halakha over here in Pumpadita. And Amma the Ahumid Rabban Abayes. So if that's the case, one of the rabbis told Abayes, So let's say you have two dead bodies, one on top of the other. From where do you count? Uh, where do you measure from the top one, the bottom one? Is the bottom one covered? Is the top one floating? Meaning, min bemino heve tamun. If one of the same type is covering something else of the same type, so here human is covering human, a wheat is covering wheat, same idea, and that's considered covered. Umin bemino lo heve saf, and also uh, one thing on top of the same thing, like wheat on top of wheat, human on top of human, is not considered uh, floating. And therefore, um, and therefore, you count from the top one, or Dilma, or maybe min bemino hevesaf, or maybe one top of the other is considered floating, and therefore we don't go by the top one. It has to be badama umin bemino lo hevetamun, and uh, one on top of the other of the same thing is not considered covered umitachton moded, and you count from the bottom one or dilma, or maybe min bemino hevetamun, or maybe if it's the same kind, it does cover. And it is considered floating. And you don't measure not from the bottom one, not from the top one. Rather, you just got to let this uh, situation go.
And Amar le Abaye, Tenitu Abaye said, you learned this before. Omesh, you learned this. It's in regards to the bundle of wheat. Omesh, Hazik, Wala, Lechol, Le'ayel, Le'enicha, Gabecha, Viroshchacho. If a person's carrying two bundles of wheat and he's taking it from the field to the city, left them one on top of the other somewhere in the street. And Atahton, Shechha, Ve'alion, Enos, Shechha. The bottom one is considered Shechha. The top one is not. Rabbi Shemon, Yudalme, Mishum, Rabbi Shemon, Shenehem, Enan, Shechha. They're both not considered Shechha. The bottom one is covered. The top one is floating. And it's the same mahlokit. And Sabura and the and the, the rabbis in the Bemidrash, they they understood that that the, the rabbis in the Braita who argued about the bundles of wheat, why the Amar Basade It says Basade has to be in the field, not uh, not covered. My love, Behaka Miflage, isn't the Mahloket as follows? The difference between Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda would be as follows. The more, according to Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, whose poter, Savar, he held that min bemino heve tamun, one thing of the same type could cover something else, and therefore the bottom one is considered uh, covered. Umor Savar and Tanakama, who says Hayav, and uh, it's the the reason is because lohave tamun it's not considered uncovered, and therefore the bottom one you have uh, if a, uh, a poor person can take it it's considered shikha. So the chorah it's the same machloket and the gemara says lo no that's not their machloket because iker biyudas if they hold iker biyuda that the bottom one is patur because it's covered the chule alma. Then everyone would have said, "Min bemino heve tamun." Everyone would have said that one thing of the same type will cover the the other, and therefore it's not considered shikha vehachan is brayta bipluktad rebiuda verabanan kamiflage. They're arguing in rebiuda and rabanan. They're not arguing according to rebiuda. They're opposite. They're arguing between the machlokit between rebiuda and rabanan. You're going to say the rabanan. Who said that the bottom one is considered shikha kerabanan? They hold like rabbanan hold that the bottom one is considered shikha. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehuda, who said that the bottom one is not considered shikha, he held Rabbi Yehuda, who held that the bottom one does not. Uh, you don't have to give shikha on it. So the Gemara asks, if that's the case, we're talking about covered, no covered, then who cares if we're talking about one bundle of wheat on top of the other, then if that's the case, then Rabbanan should be mehayev shikha, even if it's covered by dirt and rocks. The Gemara says, you're right, say machloket. Just the idea is, we're just trying to show you the power of Rabbi According to them, even if it's two of the same type, it's still considered covered, and it would not be considered shikha. Now, Tanura Banan, the Pasuk says halal. Halal is uh, someone who was killed by a sword, something metal. Velo Hanukkah, not someone choked. Halal, velo mifarper, not if they found him still alive, he's shaking, he's almost dead, no. Ba'adama, velo tamun begal. He has to be on the ground and not covered under rocks. Nofel, falling. Velo talui ba'ila, not hanging from a tree. Basade in the field, velo tzap al benehamayim, not floating on water. Now, Rabbi Lazarom, Rabbi Khulan, with all these cases, Imaya halal orfin. If 
whatever the case is, hanging, if he was shaking, if he was killed with the sword, then they do the whole like the Arufa thing. And Tanya Marbi Yosibar Yehuda, Amrulo the Rebil Azar, Hakamito the Rebil Azar, don't you admit that if he was choked or if he was thrown into the garbage somewhere, Shein or Orfin, that they wouldn't kill the, the, the calf? Alma, what do you understand from here? Halal velo Hanuk. That we're talking about someone who was killed with the sword and not if he was choked. Hachanam, you have to say, Ba'adama velo tamun begal. When it says Ba'adama, you have to also be Doresh, not if he's under rocks. Nofel velo talui begla, not if he's uh, hanging. Basade velo tzafal gabemaiva, not if he's floating on water. And Verbil Azar, halal yeterakativ. Verbil Azar, the reason he's Doresh halal and nothing else, because there was an extra halal. It says the word halal a few times. And to him, that's to, to disregard the case of someone who's been choked about everything else. It's still considered part of the, the what is the parasha of Egla Arufa. Next, if he was found by the border of Israel or by a city that's full of Goyim, they would not kill the calf. It's only if it was found. It's coming to exclude a case where it happens a lot and by the Goyim it happens a lot or a city by the border which next to the Goyim also it happens a lot. And we learned the Mishnah, Ola she'en ba betin, or if it's a city that does not have a betin, the ba'inan azekne a'ir veleka, we need the elders of the city, and they don't have. En modedin ela le'ir, we only measure by betin, by city that has a betin. Pshita, of course, kevanetana le'ir she'en ba betin. And I doubt it, en modedin ela le'ir she'esh ba betin. Since you already told me, only by a city that has a betin. I now I understand that uh, you only measure by a city that has a betin. So what are you coming to tell me? So the Gemara explains kedetaniat, like the, we are learning in the bright time in nineteen ba betin. How do we know if we found the dead body next to a city that does not have a betin? Shemenehin otamodedin leir sheyesh ba betin. We're not going to measure it by the closer city that has no betin. Rather, we're going to measure it to the further city that has a betin. The Pasuk says the extra two words, It's coming to tell me that we go by the city that has a betin. Next, Mishnah. Let's say this, their body is exactly in between two cities. They both bring a calf. They very be the Ezer Ven Yerushalayim Mevi'ah Egla Arufa. Yerushalayim never brings an Egla Arufa, even if it's closer to Yerushalayim. Nimsaro Shob beMakom Echad veGufo beMakom Acher. Let's say the head of this uh, dead uh, person is one place and his body is a different place. Moldichin Harosh Etzel Aguf. They very be the Ezer. We take the head towards the body. Biakiva Omer Aguf Etzel Arosh. The body towards the head. And me'ayin hayumodin, from which part of the body, from which area in the body would they measure? It'd be the Ezra Omer, mitiburo, from his belly button. Rabbi Akiva Omer, mehotmo, from his nose. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, mimakom shena'aseh halal mitzavaro, from the place where he became halal, meaning from his neck where he was stabbed or cut. 
And the Gemara starts, My what's Rebilezer's reason? Because Kasavar of according to him, it's very possible that it could be exactly in between two cities. And therefore, Ukrova, when it says, Oh, one city that's closer, I feel Ukrovot, even if they're both close, it, it, it could work. And by the way, this is a Mahlukat that starts in Masechet Bechorot in regards to two animals born at the same time, and, and it goes all over Shas. But that's Rebilezer's opinion. Next, the Mishnah says, Ve'en Yushalayim Mevi'ah Aglah Rufa, Yushalayim does not bring an Aglah Rufa, De'amar Kira, because the Pasuk there says, Le'rishta, an inheritance, Ve'kasavar, and the Tanava Mishnah holds, Yushalayim Lonit Chalkadash Vatim, Yerushalayim is one of those cities that belong to all of Bnei Israel. It doesn't belong to anyone in specific, and therefore, if there's a dead body near it, there is no din of Aglarufa. Nimtzaro Shobe Makov, if his body is one place, his head is a different place. According to Bilazer, you take the head to the body. According to Biakiva, you bring the body to the head. What's their machloket? So, if you want to say the machloket is in regards to measurement. When the when the sefer the later part of the Mishnah says from where they used to measure, it sounds like It sounds like the first part of the Mishnah is not discussing where to measure from. So rather, Amar Bitzhak bemit mitzvah kanamikomoka miflage. Over here, we're talking about a bet mitzvah, random met who was found in the middle of the field, he acquires his area, and that's where you bury him. This is the Mahlok in the Mishnah, where are we burying him? He's going to acquire that area. They found his head one place, his body different place, says you take the head to the body, and you better bury it there, and Rabbi Akiva says the opposite, you take the body to the head, and you bury it there. And what's the machloket? When someone gets killed, let's say uh, a person's head they got chopped off, then the body falls where it dies, and the head uh, rolls somewhere else. Therefore, you bring the head back and you bury it next to the body. The head, wherever it falls, it falls. Wherever it gets killed, that's where it falls. And Gufa who derahit azil the body uh, just uh, continues moving after it got hit, and therefore you take the, the the body to where the head is. Next, we learned in the Mishnah Me'ain Hayumodin where did they measure from? Be'maikamiflage. What's the machloket? Rabbi Leizer said from his belly button. Rabbi Akiva said from the nose. What's the machloket? More sabar Rabbi Akiva held. Aikar hiyuta be'ape. A person's the main spot where he lives from is from his nose. That's where he breathes from. Umar Sabah Rabbi Eliezer held Ikara Hiyuta Betibure, a person, the way the person where, the, where he lives from, where the, the food comes from, that's where he, the middle of his body is from the stomach. Lema Kihane Tanai, it sounds like Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva are arguing like the Tanaim of the following Braita, Mehechana Valad Notzar, where is a child born from? Where is he created from? Merosho, from his head, Vechen Womer, Mimaemi, Atagozi. The pasuk says, "From my mother's stomach is where gozi is where you cut me." Ve'omer gozi nizrech ve'ashlich. It says, "Cut off uh, your your hair of your nizirut." So you see, gozi head that means uh, the uh, the body was uh, created from the head. Abba Shaul Omer mitiburo from the navel from the belly button um shalech hashorsho elach ve'elach, and then it goes, you know, widens uh, upwards, uh, downwards, sideways.
And that's the same machloket as Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Akiva. And the Gemara says, no, Afilu Tema, you could even say that Rabbi Akiva held the Alek Abba Shaul. And Adkan no Kamar Abba Shaul, the only reason Abba Shaul said stomach, El Anisra, that's only by creation. When a child is created, he's created from the middle and then he, he moves sideways. But the way a person lives, everyone will agree that it's about where he breathes from. Whoever has the wind in his nose. So you see, it's really from the nose. So everyone could agree from the nose. Next, we learned to be the Ezra bin Yaakov We measure from the neck, that's where he was killed. What's his reason? Like it says, I'm going to give your neck uh, murdered by Rashaim. So you see the word halal, you see the word neck, and that's where he learns it from. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.